This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome to a brand new week of Double Tap. It is Monday the 3rd of April 2023. I'm Stephen Scott. Sean Priest is around here somewhere. And today we're going to talk about keyboards again. Oh, I love it. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, how are you? Hello, Stephen Scott. You know what? I feel fantastic. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. There you go. I, I think we should. Is, is that. Is that... Breaking yeah, I think it does. News. Yeah. News. That is the first time I think you've ever said that. Okay, For the why? first time in 2023. I don't know. I'm putting it down. I'm full of B12. I've been having these injections and I feel like a I feel like a new man. There you go. Okay. All right, good. Um You've got to make a joke there, weren't you? And I'm glad you didn't. Well done. You you <laughs> you're so mature. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't really hear what you said because I was trying to increase the volume of voiceover while you were talking. I was trying oh, well, I couldn't hear it, so I was like, I need to turn this. I was trying to, I was trying to find a clip no, no, to play fine. in just before we uh, we get into the show proper. You know, because this isn't the show proper. This is the nonsense bit before we get to the show proper bit, right? Is what, what, that official? What, sorry, sorry. What is? <laughs> what a what a shambolic start to the show, Steve has got. You should be ashamed of yourself. Welcome to Double Tap, everybody. Welcome was, to Double Tap. If you're not new to this so show, good. if you're new to this show, uh, then this is the kind of chaos you can expect. Day in, day out. Uh, no, I was trying to get. What is it? What is going on? This is my bug of the day. I think we need a jingle for this. This is bug of the day. Uh, so this is a weird thing in voiceover now. When you're in voiceover on the Mac. And Terrible. you use, uh, so what is it, VO, Control, and Shift, and then you use the right and uh, left arrows. That yeah. sort of takes you into the sort of voiceover quick settings and lets you very quickly adjust like, oh, yeah. rate, pitch, volume, voice even. Um, when you change the volume, it changes the pitch. Does incre- it does increase the volume, but it also oh. increases the pitch at the same time. And you have to then go to pitch. And decrease that. And, no, you don't have to decrease it. You just have to go to pitch, and then it resets itself. Really weird. Oh, okay. Is that user error or is that a bug? No, no, it's not user error. No, don't get no, for defensive. Once it's not, no, I am getting I'm defensive because no, for the I'm, first time, it's just, not user error. I'm just here to ask the questions. That's all. No, I don't like that question. question. I, want, okay. I, want, I want better questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So remind me because I did miss what you said. So why, why were you so happy? No. Oh, this is. Uh, I've lost all interest now. I'm just saying, I've had these B12 injections. Oh yeah, right. Because okay. I am deficient, and um, yes, yeah, I actually feel awake for once. I don't feel like a zombie. It's very good. So there you go, B12. It's a winner. Ask your doctor if B12 is right for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's it. Medication is the answer to everything, isn't it? Medication. I don't take any medication. I t- I'll tell you what, I, t- I take paracetamol when mm. I need to. Do you know, yep. here's an interesting thing, right? Everybody goes to the doctor. It seems like everybody these days goes to the doctor and gets medication for one thing or the, the another, right? And medication solves every problem. And, of course, we hear about all the problems and challenges and issues that medication brings with it, for, especially for kids and all the rest. I go to the doctor and he says to me, okay, you maybe need to stop taking all medication. I don't take any medication for anything. And well, he I says... Just- what and he did says, you think you were? Well, this is the thing, right? So I had gone to the doctor years ago. If you remember, I was going through that phase of, I think we've all gone through this period of, you know, headaches and just headache after headache after headache. Hmm. And um, the, Booze. The, 
wish it was. <laughs> I really wish that was it. But no, it was it was this um, endless series of headaches. And the doctor says to me, what do you do when you get the headache? And I said, well, as soon as I feel it coming on, I take two paracetamol. He said, stop doing that. Because what you're doing is you're tricking your brain into wanting the paracetamol. The, the, the brain is telling you to take paracetamol. It's becoming an addiction. I'm like, hang on, I'm addicted to paracetamol? What are you talking about? Ah, <laughs> oh, Scotland. you got to love it. you got to be addicted to something. What are you talking? I have sure never heard of this in my life. This was a neurologist. This wasn't even a doctor. This was a, a neurologist. This was at the time I was getting the treatment for the essential tremor, which, by the way, Sean, is not essential to me. Hey! Yeah, I know. <sighs> I love that one. But, Familiar um, old friend. You've got yes. to laugh at life, right? <laughs> whatever life through. When life gives you onions, make onionade or well, whatever it is. Well, talking of that, funnily enough, right, let's, let's get to a little bit of tech, sort of. We just bought, well, I say we, my partner has just bought a soup maker. Okay? Oof. On a recommendation of someone else who's visually impaired. Uh, okay, re- off a recommendation of a TV channel that starts with no, Q, no, ends in C, no, no. and there's a V in the middle. Morphe Richards. <laughs> Who? Was Is that your friend? Morphe Richards. Good old Morphe. <laughs> Stop it. Was it Murphy or Morphe? I have no idea. Murphy Richards. <laughs> Stays no, down Murphy, the road. <laughs> Murphy Richards. It was uh, around 100 bucks, right? It's got two buttons on it. That's it. No touchscreen, nothing like that. So it's one of the real simple ones. Cool. You're very popular today. What's going on? I know. Sorry. It's because you got me on the hop. I haven't had time to mute everything. And I'm, <laughs> I'm desperately feeling around my desk to try and find where that phone is, but I can't find it. You have to play Marco Polo in a second to yeah. find it. Oh, no, now it's vibrating. Um, what was I saying? Right, okay. So Suit we're trying, trying it out for the first time today. So in goes the celery, in goes some uh, carrots and some uh, a little bit of potato. And we thought, you know what? Put some sweet corn in there. Takes the tin out of the cupboard. That feels about right. Oh, no. Throws it in. No. Pears in syrup. So, <laughs> <laughs> and now... We haven't got any more ingredients left, so it's going in. It's staying in. So tonight, for my tea, I am having celery, carrot and potato and pear soup. Wow, it that sounds like something you get in, I don't know, some kind of city centre, you know, diner that costs an uh, absolute fortune. Like an exactly. eatery, yes. It might be absolutely amazing. Or probably not. not. No, I bet it's not. <laughs> wow. But I will let you know if it's accessible or not. But it's got two buttons on it, and one of them's got a marking on it, a tactile marking. So it must be. Well, there you go. Well, congratulations on that. I'm, I'm so you. pleased for you. I, Thank I, I you wish you very much. all the best with that. Is there a helicopter or an aeroplane flying above your house right now? What is that noise? Yeah, no, that's a, no, that's a plane, apparently. Oh, a plane, right. <laughs> I, I better not use the noise gate on your uh, on the edit, otherwise... Uh, go in we'll and out, in and out. a clue about what we're talking about. <laughs> um, listen, we were talking to Jacob Shemansky on Friday all about the subject of editing audio. Jacob is, is wonderful, of course, and uh, it got me to thinking about, you know, how we can make audio, because a lot of people want to do this now, and it's interesting because <laughs> that sound effect was actually, it wasn't even a sound effect, it was real, but that's a great <laughs> example, actually, yes, of the kind of problems you can have when you're recording, right? Because you have all this background noise, and if you're from home, if you're at home, if you're recording a podcast, it's very difficult sometimes to just, you know, get a silent space, unless you do your podcast at like one in the morning, it's quite difficult to, to make it, you know, completely silent. And of course you've got devices going off, you've got, you know, flames overhead, all that stuff, right? Yes, Yes. well, exactly. Andre Louis 
is a well-known, uh, certainly well-known in our community, uh, blind musician. And actually, a lot of people, when they put together the demonstrations for our show and they use music, they actually use Andre's music. Because they he's do. produced a load of royalty-free music that people can use for various things, and he's kind of given it to the community. God At least I hope he has. It's a <laughs> yes. Well, they give him a name check. I don't know if that's enough. He's probably chasing them for the money. But no, he's so talented. Oh, he's a very, very smart guy. And uh, you know, we need to get him on here. But I think he's far, he's far too intelligent for the likes of us. Yeah. Um, but that. you know, he he's a brilliant guy, and uh, he put together this little demo. And I, I asked him if we could play some of this in. It's just a bit of a demo of using this new feature from Adobe. Now, you and I have challenges with Adobe in that it is not particularly accessible. As in Stop trying to trigger me. Software. I'm not going okay. to rise I'm not going to go there. But you know, I, I do want to mention this particular feature because this is a new um, – how would you call it? What would you call this? Like a, Almost like a um, – I wouldn't even use the word plug-in because it's not a plug-in. This is a website, essentially that yeah. Adobe have created, and you can go and you can upload audio to, and then you can use this feature, which will strip back all the background noise in your audio. Here's Andre to explain it and show how it works. Oh, hello. Is this thing on? Yes, I guess it is. Um, well, I have to record a voiceover, but I have a problem, and the problem is that I'm in a noisy environment. As you can hear, all sorts of things are going on, both inside and outside the room. This is a tap. Now, let's assume that I could not record in a clean environment, despite the fact that I've got perfectly good working microphones downstairs. And let's assume that we need some noise to demonstrate what we're going to talk about in a minute. We're going to talk about podcast.adobe.com forward slash enhance. And what that does is clear up, using AI, background noise from your voice recordings. Now, of course, this recording is stereo, but it doesn't need to be, nor does it matter in the slightest. It will get collapsed tomorrow. Oh, there's a good train sound out there. So we can use this until it goes away to demonstrate the fact that I'm bouncing between the clean signal and the noisy signal. Hmm, it's good, huh? So it just so happens that I need to record in this loud environment with this fan on. Now, why would I need to do that? I have no idea, but just go with the flow. I'm bouncing between this sound with the fan on, as you can hear now, and this not sound with the fan on that you might be able to hear gently in the background. It almost regenerates and recreates your voice from scratch in a way that is different than anything else I've used. Interesting. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there you go. That is how you can use that feature, that website, podcasts, I think it is, .adobe.com. Um, I'll double check that in a second, but I think that's what it is. But essentially, you can go there and you can upload your audio and you can and you can play around with that. And it does make a difference. I mean, it's, it's not perfect, but it does make a difference. Uh, yeah, but you say it's not perfect, but that's some extreme examples there. That background noise was you know, right next to a toilet, right next to a running tap, right next to a fan, whatever it may be, you know, for your, your normal everyday background hiss, background hum, background aeroplanes, that would more than take that out completely, I think. That was, like I say, that was that was an extreme example and it showed, you know, how, how good it was. So, yeah, I mean, Adobe, there's no denying my, despite my issues with Adobe when it comes to accessibility, they are on the forefront of um, you know the sound repair, yeah, I think that's instruction exactly. That's the right word. Sound repair. That's exactly what it is. 
And, you know, this is very much in beta phase at the moment. This is something that will likely roll out into <laughs> an inaccessible app. Uh, so we can all look forward <laughs> to that coming. Um, but at the moment, it's via the web. It is actually podcast.adobe.com. You have to request access to get into the beta, uh, which is often the case with these things. But once you've done that, then you can play around with it. Uh, how much you can do with it, I'm not entirely sure. But, you know, it's very early days for this. But it just gives you a sense of where we're going. You know, I think, you know, what we talk about with with all the shows we do is we're always looking for the cleanest audio, the best quality audio and all those things. But oftentimes the biggest challenge is getting rid of the background noise. And, yeah. you know, we find with CleanFeed, because you and I are in love with CleanFeed right now. Amazing. It's just such a fantastic application. And, and you know, I I really hope one day they bring video to it. Because if they brought video to this, it would be probably the first application where you could record a video podcast. And, you know, it's funny, we, we I remember the days we would talk about this, and it would almost be like, a, this feels like an off-air conversation. But these days, everyone <laughs> wants to do a podcast. And if you want to do audio, I say CleanFeed is the answer to that. Absolutely. If you want to do a video podcast, there's not a huge amount out there that's very accessible. The closest, I think, is StreamYard. And we're going to delve into a little bit on StreamYard in the next couple of weeks because I want to play around with it because by all accounts, it is quite accessible. Um, but it's the biggest challenge for us is knowing if the camera <laughs> is in the right place. Yeah. But then I think again. that's when you look at the other tools we've talked about before. The you know, Can You See Me app on the yes. PC, on the, the what's it called? Big Centered Head, head on Mac. Centered Head, that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> on the Mac. Um, Big Head. <laughs> Big Head. In centreofscreen.com. The Insta360 webcam, which yeah. tracks you. Uh, it's got it's on its own motorized gimbal. You so love that. You right. I love that. It makes life so much easier. It's just fascinating, isn't it? Uh, okay, so yeah, that's. I just wanted to bring that in because we were we actually thought we would play this in when we were talking to Jacob, and we kind of forgot all about it. We know, yeah, yeah. No, no, we didn't forget. In case Mister F is listening, we just decided to listen to, to Jacob more. No, yeah, I, I forgot. We forgot. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm not lying about it. I forgot. You can hide behind lies. You can hide behind lies all you like. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just tell you the truth. Uh, okay, shall we get some feedback in? Yes, please. Because uh, there's always lots to talk about. Anne-Marie's been in touch uh, to talk about light-up canes. Oh. Hello, team, and all the double tappers out there. It's Anne-Marie and Malvin again. Um, sorry, I've not been in touch for a while, but glad Sean's on the mend. I've suffered, suffered a slipped disc myself over the last few weeks, so that set me back with all the projects that I was trying to get involved with. But never mind, I digress. That might make Sean feel better. No one not the only one. Um, struggling and suffering not in silence um, <laughs> I digress two things uh, a few months ago we were we were chattering about a light up cane so I've yes. recently discovered the see me cane which has been invented by a deaf blind chap in America called Kevin Crosby I think his name is and you can find all the details about it on the seemecane.com website and it's a fully lit up LED cane that looks just like a lightsaber. I mean, it's so cool. <gasps> Sean will love it. <sighs> Not that I can see where I'm going, but at night time, you know, it may be of some use because I can see some, got some light perception. So I might be able to figure out a light up cane at night time. And the chap that's invented it in America invented it because he'd been hit by a car three times while being wow. out in the evenings. Same car. So um, they're quite... <laughs> quite a serious story yeah, behind like why it's a serious invented shot. this thing. I'm just sad that, you know, somebody's beaten me to it and invented this thing. 
might not be available in the UK yet. I'm struggling to navigate the website at this precise moment in time, but they're taking pre-orders for this um, cane. So I just thought it might be something that you want to have a look at. And on tonight's podcast, I heard about Site Village in Birmingham, and you're both going to be up there. So I'm super excited to get myself up there and come and meet you both. Yay! Anyway, Yay! I'd throw that out there. So if anybody else wants to have a look for the See Me cane, have a Google, have a look, and hopefully it'll be available in the UK. All right. Take care, guys. Speak soon. Bye. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Lovely to hear from you. Yeah, that's right. Anne-Marie got in touch a while ago because I was telling you about the Giza Hand. That's cane. right. Yeah, I, I got to say, weird name for, for, for the first thing. It is, And yeah. secondly, I just find the website was sort of, ex- uh, not accessible, I mean, available sometimes and not other times. It just seemed a little bit strange, that one. Okay. I'm sure it's fine, but I had trouble trying to actually get access to it. Uh, yeah, that was the one that had the, so it was a typical cane in four sections, and the bottom section had an, an LED light in it. Yes. It reminded me of those old vacuum cleaners you used to get with a light at the bottom of them. Oh, we got one of those at the minute, a shark with a headlight. Every time it go, she goes past, I go, beep, beep, I can't help myself. It's amazing. Looks like a, looks like a little car. It's so um, funny, right? It's just, but that's what, it, that's what it always made me think of. But this one that uh, Anne-Marie's talking about, yeah, it's a full, you know, apart from the handle, obviously, everything lights up. I mean, which makes total sense, right? I've always thought that because you look at the LED strips, which you can pick up anywhere now for virtually nothing, mm. right? And, and they don't actually take that much power. Not too much, anyway. No, not anymore, no. And you look at these um, battery packs that you can get, these battery chargers, you can get um, like tube ones anyway. I, I've, I thought for the longest time you could easily make a game with an LED strip, but of course it's all about still trying to maintain being able to fold it up into sections. Yes. And then it'd have to be sort of transparent somewhere to let, let the light through. But obviously this guy's come up with it. Um, I'm really interested in this because the the bottom section being lit up, it's, it's fine, but um, I just think this just looks a little bit cooler. Maybe it's the lightsaber thing. I don't know. I just looked on the website and there is at least four, it mentions international shipping for Canada and the UK. Um, but it does say project though, the See Me Kane mm. project. So does that mean, I mean, Anne-Marie did say it was for pre-order. Um, it's got, yeah, it's got a Kickstarter feel about it at the moment. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I don't know but if cool. it is. I don't know if it is, but we'll reach out to this guy because I think this would be, re- I'd love to hear his story. Uh, we kind of, you know, I mean, hit by the same car three times. Jeez, I mean, that's... Well, I, I did make up the same car thing. So, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm not suggesting that was the case. That'd be a, that'd be a little bit uh, specific, wouldn't Someone's it? Someone's after you if yeah, it's exactly, the same car. No, but, but no, uh, this is but this We're is laughing reality, about it because we're, we're assuming he's absolutely fine because he invented the game, by the way. But um, no, it, it can be an issue, right? It's particularly if you live in a place where maybe you don't have um, even sidewalks at all, let alone slightly small or thin ones, yeah. going out at night. Although canes do have a reflective um, coating on them or label, um, this obviously would be much more uh, visible to cars and things. So even if, as Anne-Marie said, even if you haven't got vision to see it, it's all about being noticed and being seen. And this it's would not be about, great. It's not about us, exactly. I mean, some people might benefit from it. They might use it like a, a torch almost. Yeah, um, yeah. There was another one. Do you remember there was a cane? I, I actually bought one. And unfortunately, I had to get some help. Well, I needed some help to fix it. I couldn't figure out what on earth I was meant to do with this thing. It was like a little torch that you put on your cane and it kind of, the light shone down the cane. So I guess it kind of lit the cane up for you. Yeah, um, that would work. That would work. Wasn't great, if I'm honest. 
I couldn't really figure it out. I think that I think that definitely falls into user <laughs> error, though. I'm not going to I'm not going to name the company because it would be unfair. I think it's yes. probably. I actually maybe do need to get that out and try it again. The problem is I never leave the house. Um, I think I need to leave the house more, Sean. I think this is the new the new thing. I think we've learned from you that leaving yes. the house is bad um, and dangerous, <laughs> but also that we should try and do it every so often as well. You know. I got to say, I'm kind of desperate to get out of the house now because <laughs> I, I haven't are, yeah. since, since the accident. I haven't really, apart from you know, uh, being carried to the ambulance and then a wheelchair to the hospital visit, I haven't actually been able to even take a walk around the block. And uh, you do miss it. You have got to get out there. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I think you know it's. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I will say one thing about the cane, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, the cane, I but you you remember when we were at Site Village last year. I bought a blue cane. So the, the more basic, than one. More, well, exactly. I bought one for my wife. I bought a blue one and a red one. You get a blue cane. You get a red cane. Everyone Everybody. gets a red cane. Yeah. And I, I haven't <laughs> used the red one because I think after I bought it, I thought, is this silly? Because maybe the, maybe people will think I don't know. Red is, is such a, a warning color that people might get the wrong idea. I haven't used it. I don't know. I just have felt a little bit uneasy using it. And also there's the link with deaf blindness. And I think maybe people will think yes. I'm deaf. And you know what? I have to say, most people, when you meet them and you're blind, they think you're deaf anyway. Yeah, so exactly. They start shouting at you anyway. So maybe it doesn't make any difference. But I haven't used the red one, but I have been using the blue one a lot because I love the weight in it. It's more the weight of anything else. It's just a really nice cane to use. It's not very heavy at all. Compare that to my council cane that I had before. And... um yeah, those are those are heavy. You know, I had a I broken my hand using it when I was in Vienna. Uh, <laughs> a bit of I it. used it instead. I don't know why I used it in Vienna versus my blue one. I don't quite know why, but I always take two with me because I'm terrified one breaks and then I'm left because I, oh, what would you yes. do, right? So you know, how many times has your cane been? Well, actually, it doesn't happen a lot, but when it does happen, you know, I've had canes broken, yeah, either by a bike running over it or a car yes, running yes. over it. It's, uh, well, it could happen anytime. do happen. Yeah, so easy. exactly. So easy to happen. And then my ball fell off, and then the elastic just pinged up, and then all the segments fell off, and oh, I was yes. just left there holding a handle, which That's was right. uh, had me laughing, <laughs> but also absolutely terrified. But it was cool. <laughs> You're kind of trying to feel all the bits to put them back together again, and you sort and of thought, jam was, it together just to hold it to get you home. And I was on a I was on a hill, so the ball just rolled oh, all the way. Yes, oh, forget it, forget it. I just feel with my feet. But it brings up an interesting conversation. You mentioned about you know I'm using it because I like the weight of it, but yeah. there is a lot of debate about whether you should, you know, stick with the. Uh, well, that's what I was, that's, like, this is what I was going to say. Of the colors because the, the color thing kind of I I can't say for sure, right? But I have noticed a slight difference recently using that cane in people's reaction to me. The amount of, I had a guy, I was in a shop just the other day and the guy said to me, I was asking him for some particular product and he said, uh, oh, it's, it's just there behind you. And I said, yeah, could, could you give me a hand? I said, it's, and I, I just I showed him the cane, like, hello, you know? And yep, he, and he said, that. and yeah. he said, yeah, it's just behind you on the, and I'm like, sorry, mate, I'm actually blind. Can you give me a, could you, could you help me? And he's like, oh, right. Uh, Okay. And it was as if, and I thought either you've I'm never sorry. seen a cane before, or you've got no idea. But <laughs> is that the color? I mean, I, I, surely it's not the color, right? I mean, surely you'd think. But also, some people think that it's a walking aid, and it's not a mobility aid. They don't understand the difference. Does it matter what tip you've got on the end? If you've got a, a ball tip on the end, then yeah. does that make? I don't know. You may be right. Maybe people think it's a walking stick, or maybe you are a rambler. I yeah. don't know, but I've had the same response, even with, you know, your bog standard 
white stick. I've had the same thing yeah. when I was walking through a train station and I asked uh, one of the workers there, I could hear him talking to my right, and I just said, you know, uh, can you tell me what platform this is? And you know, I got the old snide, oh, well, the big massive two up there should give you a clue. I was like, I've got a five-foot white stick in my hand. Isn't it obvious? Did you have oh, your sunglasses on? Um, no, I didn't. Did you have Sorry. one? Ear, did you have one earpod in? Come uh, on, Sean, you've got uh, to have the uniform on. And I didn't have my high vis on. Oh, oh no! I that's remember getting why. that. I remember getting my Sam Brown, as it's called. Um, and do you ever do you heard about this? The, the Sam Brown. When you get nope. a guide dog, you get this. Well, I don't know if they do it these days. It was, certainly wasn't the case when I had a guide dog. And we're talking. <clears throat> several years ago. And um, I remember getting this, which is basically just a, a, a high-vis belt that goes around your top. So you wear it over your clothes. It's not a jacket. A sash. It, like a beauty thing. queen. Yeah, oh, but and it kind of, nice. it's like almost like wearing a seatbelt, but, you know, strapping yes. you into, I don't know, life. Yes. And um, you <laughs> wear this. You into a stereotype. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes, exactly. So you got this on and then you head out into the world and the world thinks you're, I don't know, um, but it means you can be seen, I guess, is the point, right? If if you were out at night. And um, I, I remember even with all that stuff on, you know, that was just the uniform that came with it. And people, I think there is an expectation. Sometimes we have to wear a uniform, which I'm not for. I'm really not for, which is why I like the blue cane. You know, I like having, I like having the option, but I, maybe I'm, maybe mm. I'm just looking into, I don't think pe- maybe people just don't even see, they just don't even see the cane. They don't even understand it. At the best of times, anyway. It's all contextual. So. It's the situation you're in. Sometimes people just don't, it doesn't click with someone. And you know what? I'm not going to get annoyed with everyone who, who doesn't immediately think, oh, he must be a blind person. But at the same time, you know, I, I think it's... Um, is that, is that it's problem, though, again. sometimes when you look... How can I say this? It's not, Sometimes I think you can look too capable. Do you know what I mean by that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because sometimes I play up being blind. As in, I, I won't. I, I always turn my head when I'm crossing the road, and I've stopped doing that. Mm. I don't know why, because well, obviously because I had vision before, right? I haven't had no vision only for a few years now. So I've actually forced myself to stop turning my head when I'm crossing the road because if someone sees that, they obviously might think that I've seen them, and I haven't. Obviously, so and there's other things like that as well. So yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I've realised that we are superheroes. You know, I, I didn't realise this before. You know, oh, sorry, are we inspirational? Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't mean that. I mean we are oh. actual superheroes. Oh, right. like Superman. Like you know, a Superman, right? He goes into Stephen a phone Scott. box. That makes and, sense. Yeah, but he, you know, he goes into the phone box, and, and Clark Kent puts his you know sunglasses on or his glasses on in his case, and you know goes out into the world and, and just normal guy, right? And then he comes out, he goes back into the phone box, and he takes off the glasses, and suddenly he's a superhero, oh, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. I get the uh, analogy. This well is well done, us. you. Yep, because yep, yep, as soon yep, yep. as I fold up my cane and put it to my left, no one even knows I'm blind. It's just like I'm, I've become a human being again. This is I've noticed this more and more and more. <laughs> you go into a restaurant especially, and I almost feel like I have to put my cane on the table just so people even recognise it. Because if you say to people when you're sitting down and the, the visual, the, the mobility aid is not visual to, visible to them. Oh, no, absolutely. They, they're like, what are you talking about? How, how can you be blind? It's like, it doesn't make any sense to them. And you just like... I think it's a lot less, I I don't know, when I had some vision, that was more of an issue than it is now. There is, you know, the the not being able to make eye contact, and uh, I I think that does send more, a lot of signals. But I've noticed, I I was at the doctor's the other day, and because I'm using a a walker now, I can't use the white stick. Mm. So I'm using a walker, and I'm walking in, and I'm just sat there in the um, waiting room, and I'm thinking, I wish I brought my white stick with me. 
even just if it was on my lap or I put it on the chair next to me, you know what I mean? Because people didn't know. They just saw the walker and the brace on my leg, yeah. but they did, didn't know that I couldn't see, which was sort of off-putting for me. When, so. I, was in, when I was in McDonald's the other week uh, in London, and um, I remember I was, sta- I was standing at the... I, I couldn't really work out if there was anywhere to sit. My intention was to get a coffee, get my, my morning roll, and sit down and have that. And I, I'm standing there in, in what I thought was a queue, Turned out it wasn't a queue, <laughs> yes. and you know all I can, all I'm really seeing in front of me is, is the best way to describe it is that scene in Close Encounters of the Third Kind when all the aliens are kind of coming out of the ship and it's just all shadows and white, yes. and you know that's basically what I see, right? And I can see all these things moving around, which I'm guessing are people, and I'm like, right, okay, so, so. is there a queue? Well, that's I'm kind of hoping that as well. <laughs> so you're kind of contextualizing as you go, right? That's what you do, and so I'm like, right, okay, so. There's a queue here, clearly. Anyway, eventually someone says, oh, no, you can go. And I said, oh, great. So I start moving forward. And I, I'm i like, hello? Maybe there's nobody here. Okay, oh, so I'll wait. Yeah. And, I'm sta- and I must have been standing there for like three or four minutes before it became clear that someone was actually just standing there, staring at me, oh, expecting me to talk. Unbelievable. Because yes. someone came over and said, do you want to help this guy take his order? And th- there's like silence for- to the other guy. And I'm like... This, do you know, it's, it's, it's like a fear, isn't it? It's like a fear that people have. The, no. I don't I, know what to say to you. I'm so, uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, but I get really angry by that. And that's something where I will speak up. Why are you not saying anything? I got, uh, there's quite a few times where I've gone into a shop and behind the counter and they just won't say anything. Yeah. And I've had to say hello like three or four times, you know, is anyone, can anyone, you know, assist me, help me or whatever. And eventually it's always someone else that will come up. And say, yeah, there's someone actually there. I mean, why? Why do they not talk? I do not get that. It drives me absolutely crazy. And I'm sorry that I don't think there's an excuse for that. I don't care if you're shocked. If you're take a second or two, absolutely fine. But there's some people that simply won't acknowledge you. And this, yeah, I mean, honestly, we could talk about this all day. We must move on. Um, but <sighs> sorry. You know. This is Anne Marie's fault. I blame you, Anne Marie, because we we were we were sitting here minding our own done business. One voicemail. <laughs> we're minding our own business, and the next minute we're talking about Keynes, and it's stirred up all these emotions. Now this is a great conversation. We should we should have this. I'm emotionally more exhausted, Anne Marie. I hope yeah. you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting, though. I do want people's thoughts on this. What do you think about the cane? Should we keep the cane just as a white cane, or should we be allowed to decorate it? And does that have an impact? Has anybody had an experience of that? Because I'd be really interested to hear that because I'm starting to wonder if it's because of the cane, because mine's is essentially blue. I mean, the handle's black, but the, the rest of it's blue. And it's just it's just I, tape I, I, on it, by the way. There's nothing really fancy about it. It's yeah. just tape on it. But it, it it feels a bit nicer, you know? I mean, it's the, it, to be honest, I bought it because it was carbon fibre. I don't really care about the colour too much. No, I want to I personalise it. I, 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 I have no problem with that. I mean, that's my opinion. But mm. I, I want to be able to have the cane that I feel is more personalised to me. Right, look, stick around. Oh. We'll talk more and we'll get more of your feedback after this. This is Double Tap. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. Okay, calm down yet, Sean. I am... It still annoys me, though. How can people not acknowledge you? It's not just a case of rudeness. It's, it's more than that. I, I don't like that at all. It's almost like you're not worthy to be spoken to. How dare they? You know what we need? Yeah, we need more robots. Better. That's what we need. We need. This is when you think to yourself, you know, these people they should all be fired. 
and we should just replace them with robots. Problem solved. <laughs> is it you, a youth thing, do you think? Was it a younger person? Uh, no, I don't think it is. I actually don't think it is a youth thing. I don't either. I've, I, my experience of the youth of today is actually a positive one. I've had more positive interactions. I mean, I must admit, I'm kind of going off voice to know whether they're young or not. But, you know, younger yes. people I tend to find are actually really nice. I, mean, I remember once being somewhere, this was a couple of years back now, but it was a group of school kids I was walking past. And you know that way when you walk past any child, you think, oh, God, here we go. Mm-hmm. And something's going to be said. And I was maybe just a little bit distracted by the fact I was hearing them. I wasn't really fo- – and the next minute, one of them came over and said, excuse me, sir, let me t-, – and they grabbed me by the arm – and said, we're going to just pull you over here a bit because you're just about to head on to the, the main road. <gasps> you know, so, and they're like, we'll just get you back on the path. Where are you going? And I said, well, I'm heading to this particular place. Oh, well, we'll walk with you. So everyone came with me. Suddenly I had an entourage. And I'm oh, like, this is great. And I'm like, nice. you kids are the best. You know, and then I'm you like, know, your watch was gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first I'm thinking, I, you know, get me as far away from these children as humanly possible. Next minute I'm thinking, these are the greatest people in the world. Ah, oh, um, yes, of course. And it kind of does lift you a bit when you have experiences like that. Now, look, I know there are equally bad experiences. And I'll be honest, I had really bad experiences when I was younger, but I think it might have been my age that was a problem. I was young, I had a guide dog, and I had terrible experiences with that, which put me off the really? guide dog thing. Yeah, nothing to do with the dog, nothing at all, but just more to do with the reaction from people. But then I think a lot of it is a little bit societal, a little bit where you are, a little oh, bit, yeah. you know, when you're travelling. I mean, for example, don't go out at night. You know, if you want to be safe, just stay at home at night. What are you talking about? Of course not. You go out, you enjoy yourselves, and take your iPhone out of your pocket and hold it out in front of you. Exactly, that's it. A lot of banknotes. Nothing will happen absolutely- to you. In fact, you know, I saw this the other day and I thought it was so funny, right? Someone said, you know, the kids of today, they put their phone, their wallet, well, their their cards, their money, all in a phone case. Because, you know, if you're going to lose stuff in life, you may as well just lose it all at once. <laughs> it's so true. It's actually so true. It's terrifying, oh. actually. Uh, have you tried Be My Eyes yet? Because we, we both got access to the beta. Can we say that? Is that allowed? I think well, we can say I, that. I think I signed my life away because we did have to sign um, Did you read something? any of it? No, I didn't. So no. uh, there you go. That's my defence. Oh, my <laughs> days. Is it exciting? It is impressive. I've got to say, my first experience, my first ever, I thought, eh, okay. Okay. But I've kept using it and I've tried it in a few different uh, different ways. And wow, am I impressed. Well, I think we might be able to do a little demo. Not today, but we will do a demo in a, in a week or so's time. What I'd like to do is because of the fact we've signed our life away, we maybe should read it first and see if we're you know going to get sued. But I think if we're not, and you know, look, Mike, Mike's been on the show, Han's been on the show. I think we're covered, yes, because we've got the top brass who've said you know whatever you want to do is fine. No, they didn't say that. Did but they? What, no, they didn't say that. I don't but remember what, them saying that. But okay. <laughs> but you know, I did say to Mike, look, I'd love to do a demo on the show because I'd love to get people, you know give people a sense of how this is working. And, you know, they're very open to this. So we're going to check in with them because it is a beta. Uh, so we're going to check in with them first before we, we actually bring you a demo. But I would like to demonstrate this. I have to say my first experiences were kind of surprising as well. One I'll give you an example of. Uh, I've got my Roadcaster Pro here. And um, I was wondering if it could tell me by taking a picture of it where the record button was. And the record button, it said, is in the top left corner which is where exactly where it is. Um, yeah, I took a picture I, of my keyboard on my laptop, and I said, <laughs> where's the insert key? I mean, that's a typical question for me to ask. Of course. Right? And it told me exactly where it was. And I'm thinking, wow. Wow. 
again, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the the capability of this GPT four is just mind blowing, and the way that they're able to bring in the language model so that it works, and you you get really clear detail, but also, I mean, even in, in images, you know, the way it can, it was it was able to. There's two parts to this, which I, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but I'll say this. There's a feature in it where you can- be saying everything. I know what you be saying. Anyway, uh, but describe with Be My Eyes. So you can take an image that's in your library. Uh, you don't have to take an image. If an image is already in your photos library- Oh, um, I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah, you can cool. actually have it described. I don't think it's even just in your photo library. Any image you come up against, you can actually just through the share sheet, it'll say describe with Be My Eyes, and it essentially throws it into- Oh, app. excellent. So that, you can- That's cool. I mean, that we we had something like this with Seeing AI, didn't we? Something similar with that, I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah. A lot, lot of the you know, image recognition apps, OCR especially, have that shared functionality. But I just didn't know it was in here yet. Oh, it's incredible! It, it's um, it's very exciting. Put it that way. I, I've seen, and more than that, as I've been using it around the house, my partner has been saying, "Oh, can can I can I get that?" I said, "No, not yet. You can, <laughs> but I've got it." But that's when you know you're onto something that's exciting, right? When when your partner starts saying. I, actually, that's impressive. I'll, t- I'll tell you my example quickly is that I took a, a, a photo of a few products. And when I say products, I mean things that were on the dressing table, like eyeliner, nail varnish and things like that. Things that anything else I've ever tried before, because it's weird, reflective, whatever, you know, a uh, surface, has never been able to identify. And I thought it would say this eyeliner or whatever, eye serum, eyelash serum it was. I don't know mm. what that is. It wasn't on my desk, by the way. Um, no. I thought it would just say it was a pen because it just looked like a felt tip. And I took a picture of it, just uh, actually two pictures of it. I just spun it around once and then took another picture. And it told me exactly the brand and what that was. I mean, exactly. And then I said, how do I use it? And it gave me step-by-step directions on how to use it. I thought, that is so impressive. But that's it the, was this is the genius so in this. Yeah. Because you're able to not only just, it's not about just identifying products. This is the thing. We've been talking so much about, you know, how do you identify the can of beans? Okay, so you identify the can of beans, that's great. But maybe you've never cooked, a, you know, beans before. And you think, well, how do I Come do on, this? Come on, Steve. Well, I'm just using this as an Stick example. Stick it in the microwave for a obviously. minute. Obviously, yeah. On. Yeah. Or just eat it cold from the can, which is far more <laughs> enjoyable. But, you know. If you don't, if you didn't know how to do something, I the know. fact you can query it, and it's not looking at the packet. It's not like you have to show the can a certain way so you can get the cooking instructions. It's using its database. It's using the internet to cobble together the information and present it to you in a really clear and understandable way. And in, in short format, which is what I like as well. It's not like huge amounts of information. Oh, fantastic. It's so good. Um, yes, we'll talk more. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, do some demos later. as well. We'll, yeah. we'll definitely get into that. Very, very interesting. Right, let's get some other voicemails in from our lovely audience who've been calling us. one 803 4567 is our listener line. Barry Abbott calling from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Great show, guys. I just thought that I would put my two cents worth in here. On the HIMSS International YouTube channel, there are some excellent demos of the Sense Player by Jenny Axler. You've got zero one, Sense Player Unboxing, zero two, Sense Player Overview, zero three, Sense Player Main Interface, zero four, Sense Player Introducing Smart Connect, zero five, Sense Player Explaining Smart Connect, and the latest one is zero six, 
is Sense Player OCR. So there you have it. Hope that helps some people. They are just excellent. Well done. The audio is very, very good. And I enjoy your show. Oh, thank you very much. That was very kind of you. Um, well, there you go. The, the Hymns website is the place to go then for, well, the Hymns YouTube channel actually is the place to go for all those uh, demonstrations of the Sense Player. Jenny Axler, I think, is the person behind that. We're still waiting to hear from Hymns to get them on to talk about the Sense Player. Come on, Hymns. I will we be honest, I, th- I think we've kind of got a lot already think, from our yeah, audience I on this. We kind of covered it. And uh, that's really, thanks for that voicemail, by the way. Excellent. Yeah. But I think that's a good point because I've spoken to a few people uh, that, that don't use YouTube because they say oh, it's too visual. But there's so much, so many good resources on there. Um, and this is a great example of that. It's definitely worth looking into YouTube for things like this. Just go to the search bar at the top and type in what you're looking for, and you'll be surprised. There is a lot of people on there. Do you know what we should do? We should actually do a little demonstration because, you know, we've we've been doing our little demos of web apps and stuff. And oh, yeah. I think YouTube is one we should look into because on the web, YouTube feels a little bit difficult for a lot of people. I've certainly felt that. It just feels like there's so much going on. But there are mm-hmm. navigation ways to very quickly move around YouTube. And I think I should investigate that a little bit and, and no. I should do a demo. That's well done, you. One. You do that. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, well, you know, there's lots of stuff. I mean, we've got our Double Tap TV channel on there. You could go and watch lots and lots of content. I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to go onto YouTube. don't like going on there. Um, but it's actually, actually, it's, 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 it's all not right. bad. Once you know what, what to, you know, the, the basics of navigation, and plus you do have these website-specific shortcut keys as well if you turn your pass through on whatever on your screen reader you can skip through and play pause and go to the next video all just by using you know quick nav on your keyboard it's it's actually quite nice so yeah it's a good idea we'll do that um okay let's go to another voicemail uh this one is coming to us uh, from glendon who gets in touch with us and it's all to do with uh, audiographs we were talking about audiographs the other day the uh, the new feature we found oh, in yeah. the weather app on the iPhone. Hi there, guys. It's uh, Glendon from Toronto. And uh, I was listening to your uh, wonderful talk on the new 16.4 iOS uh, update uh, features. And that one that you said for the weather with the X and Y axis in the audiograph sounds to me, from my experience in these kind of audiograph things, that the X axis from the, from the Start to the end will be 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 a.m. throughout the whole day, and the y-axis is the humidity. So I think uh, how much precipitation there is predicted or in the air, probably humidity. And so when it starts low, that means it's low humidity. And as it goes up, so you're starting on the x-axis time, you go to the right, one second, two or one hour, two hours, three hours, and if it goes the humidity is going up, the humidity is going up. And then as you get over, if it's coming down, it will lower in pitch. And that means there's less humidity. So there's my take on that. Sounds probably right, but uh, there you go. That's my prediction. Thanks so much. Awesome. Take care, man. Bye. Thank you, Glendon. I I love the Halloween ghostly Audiograph. <laughs> That'd be actually quite cool, wouldn't it? It'd be cool if it did it that way. That'd be quite cool. Absolutely right. I mean, we, we did a quick, you know, a quick first time look at that when we demoed that on the show. But 
um, there was options there for more details. And I'm pretty sure if you tapped on more graph details or chart details, it would tell you the actual mm, um, okay. incre- incrementions and the labels on each axis, uh, axis as well. So, yeah, it was cool. It's, um, it's something I don't think I'm going to use a lot, but it's just so nice that someone's actually thought about making a chart accessible. I think it's the fact that it's it's applicable now in other ways. I mean, you know, yes, okay, in the weather maps, that's uh, weather app, that's good. But I think of all the other ways you could use that, you know, some really cool ways. Jason also got in touch with us to tell us a bit more about it. Hi, guys. It's uh, Jason Fair calling from Toronto. I uh, wanted to make a comment about the audiographs feature you were talking about on, I think it was Wednesday's episode. Um, I use the audiograph feature on the iPhone all the time. And actually, this is not new. Um, it's been in the weather app for quite a while. Um, the, what the graph that you guys were talking about is a measure of precipitation over the next hour. Um, at least I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Uh And you only get this when there is, uh, you know, rain or snow or whatever forecasted. And so what happens is you get a tone for each minute. So it's really useful because you can play the audio graph and you're, okay, it's not raining that much now, but in 30 minutes, you know, halfway through the graph, it's going to start raining a lot. So if I need to go out, you know, down down to the coffee shop. I should probably go do that now. Um, other places you're seeing this is in the Stocks app. It's been in there for quite a while. I don't use that, but it's there. Uh, so you can get a, an overview of stock prices over, let's say, a six-month period or a year. Um, yeah, some really brilliant work being done with this. If people want to really dive into audiographs, um, have a look at something called the SAS Graphics Accelerator. It's a, a, a free package that's developed by... SAS, which is a, a very large statistics company, uh, and it's free, and it does all kinds of crazy audiographs um, as a like a shortcut to uh, or an extension in Chrome. So there you go. Uh, again, feel free to play this on air. That's fine. Uh, great show, and we'll talk to you guys later. Uh, thank you, Jason. Uh, Jason, of course, the voice of the uh, Sense Player demonstration we did. Uh, the voice of the voice of sense player there, the voice of sense player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did a great job of that as well. Um, yeah, again, we uh, we were a little unsure. Well, I was definitely a little unsure about what the new features were in the weather because I I, I misunderstood because it said in the release notes voiceover support for weather and maps. So I thought, well, the maps app as well. But uh, as you clarified to me, that's the maps in the weather app. But, yeah, I, I know the audiograph has been there a while. I gave the example of the battery health. If you go to your settings and battery health, that's where I first noticed it a while ago, the audiograph, and I thought this is pretty cool. So, um, yes, I'm not still not entirely sure about the support that was added into the weather app and maps itself. Yeah, it's an interesting one, and I know we'll follow up on all this. It's just really interesting. But, I, again, I just want to thank you guys for getting in touch because it really does help us understand more about these features. And, you know, oh, yeah. together we can... Together we can do so much. Um, but it is <laughs> it's it's, true, though. It's so it's true. true. You know, I just love the fact that everyone just gets involved and, and shares the knowledge. It's just so, so vital that we do that. And we keep the conversation going. Um, again, just so many interesting uh, discussions going on uh, in our, you know, in our inbox and what's been going on. Um, I want to bring in this because, of course, as we know, uh, CC has been in touch with us regularly about the challenges he's been having with Freestyle Libra. And last week we had an, a message from one of our listeners who may have had a solution to uh, some of CC's problems and, you know, talked a little bit about that. Here's CC's response. Good day, folks. This is CC on the line from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. 
and I specify Canada because I know that one of your listeners said that uh, they were able to get the Freestyle Libre Link 2 app by Abbott Laboratories to work on iOS 16.4. I tried it and uh, it didn't work and I lost a sensor, which is an expensive oh. proposition. Yeah. But uh, it's possible when I did some research that there was an update to the U.S. LibreLink app, but it does not appear in to have been updated in Canada at this moment. Wow. So there's hmm. my update from Montreal with the Freestyle LibreLink and their lack of facility to use with an iPhone. Thanks. Wow. Well, thank you, CC. You know, it's just it's just an endless. I just don't know what to say. I know it's just horrible. This is such an important thing, and honestly, I mean, vision loss is is something to be so aware of. Aware of with something like diabetes, Mm. and for this to have these sort of accessibility problems, not being able to work with a screen reader, is absolutely ridiculous. I think we should uh, may have to reach out, even if it's just a tweet to them, and see what's going on because it's just not acceptable. Well, the thing is, we've been talking about this on air for quite a while, and it doesn't seem like anything is really changing for CC at all. And, you know, it's interesting because that rollout, I mean, I, th- I think our caller was from the UK last week. Um, yeah. So you, where is this company based? Is it based in the US, the UK? I don't know. But Honestly, I don't know. We have theory. lots of adverts for it on the TV over here in the UK. I know that. Right, it's okay. very, very well pushed. Yeah, well, they need to sort out the accessibility. So, yeah, maybe it's time for us to kick in. I mean, also some questions coming into us about Logitech as well. I think we should be reaching out to Logitech soon because we want to maybe get some more information about where they are um, with their accessibility because there was a, a couple of interesting emails we got on that. So, yeah, we'll get to those. Lots of your emails are coming in. I know lots of you have been feeding back to us. Uh, keep that coming. Uh, Laura is working through all the emails. <laughs> Poor old Laura. We just said, "Can you read the emails?" Of course I can. And then you, I don't amazingly- think she I think she thought, "Oh, it's okay. They'll probably get one email a week. It'll be fine." I don't think she was quite expecting the deluge that she got. But uh, I have to say, you are no amazing listeners. Well, we exactly, love it. Yeah. Thank and, you so and, much. And she is. I will say this: Laura loves reading the emails. I think what is what has been most interesting to me is Laura uh, didn't listen to the show prior to that. And she now listens every day. And not because she's on it, uh, but because she just loves the conversation and she loves following the conversation and hearing what you're saying. So, oh, you know, she's very much part of it. Thank now, you, but, Laura. Yeah. So thank you to you for, for sending in the emails, Laura, for reading them. Uh, and also for your voicemails as well. Keep them coming. We'd love to hear your voice on air. Uh, just a reminder of that uh, website that was mentioned earlier by uh, Anne-Marie, seemecane.com. That is the name of the uh, company. We're going to try and reach out to the person behind that. And also podcast.adobe.com if you want to try out that uh, that podcast cleanup feature. Um, yes. It's a new beta. And also for Be My Eyes. I'm not entirely sure about this, but I think you can contact Be My Eyes. I mean, there's lots of people doing it through uh, Twitter, going and uh, finding out about... Um, you know, ways to to get involved with the beta program. I imagine it will be limited to some degree because they, they want to get feedback from people, but they also want to control that feedback. Yeah. So, you know, we'll definitely be uh, checking in with them again soon to see how it's going once this once this eventually rolls out in a couple of months. But uh, we hopefully will be able to bring you a, dem- a demonstration of how it works. I have to say- So I mean, many ideas for the uh, UI. I've, I've just- I've, Oh, really? I've just, yes. Oh, 
wow, it, it should just be like iMessages where you're just having a back and forth conversation. That would be amazing. Do you know the I Apple mean, support nothing wrong app. with it now, but I think it could be so much more fluid. The Apple yes. support app is a great example of that because it is so accessible and so good to yep. use. And it's exactly like that because it's done in the iMessage style. In fact, it not only is it done in the iMessage style, it goes into your iMessages. So you're yep. having a conversation. And that's something that is available to other developers. It's not just unique to Apple. You can you can have your app continue a conversation. Some people use WhatsApp. I know some companies use WhatsApp. Uh, but you can also do it like an iMessage conversation and it just appears inside your iMessage, which makes it so much easier to to manage. But um, anyway, we're out of time. Thank you again, Sean. Yeah, I know. Right, that was I quick. Believe that. What about our keyboard talk? I know we were going to talk keyboards today, weren't we? We were going to do a demo. Well, you were going to do a demo. Sharp keys. Ah, forget it. We'll do it next time. Shall we, shall we save that? Shall we save yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I think we'll, we'll have we, to because we're, we're out of time. Out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you can do it in five seconds. No. No, okay. Uh, no, definitely not in your case. Well, listen, no. stick around for that. Uh, also tomorrow, talking to Charlotte Henry. She's joining us to talk all about TikTok and its future. And why everyone's getting so upset about TikTok. We'll do that. And hey, if you're lucky, a Sharp Keys demo to follow as well. <laughs> uh, all that on tomorrow's show. Thank you, Sean. And Thank keep you. that feedback coming. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. We love getting your feedback and hearing from you. one 803 4567 is the number to call. Find us across social media at Double Tap On Air. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-TV every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at AMI.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.